there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BatSecretMedia.com Gamers, welcome to the Single Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we go, yeah, wee-hee, woohoo! I'm player one, Bully Toby. I'm player two, always changing the camera controls, goobs. This is a retro video game review show where we go over one game per episode. We go over the history, the story, the gameplay, some fun facts, and then... You go right to the rage meter. Like, do you want to make your asshole gape and shove a bomb bomb into it and then do some jumping jacks? Whoa! Pretty rageful. Oh, jeez. Mamma mia! Escalation (laughs) happens quickly here. (laughs) I guess, like, that was was super quick. Well, Goobs, after we rage, we break the game down. We we calm down. We take a 1 to 10 rating on what we think of this game overall. Why 1 to 10, Goobs? Because we're just simple thick boys! Thick boys! There we go. That's how you know the show started when I fucking crow like a. It's like calling rooster. your uh, kids to dinner back in the day, right? Sweet. <laughs> uh, I guess that's pigs. <laughs> yeah, we're ringing the the dinner bell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got the thick boy bell. That's right. That's right. That's that's how you know all the listeners come is when I when I scream. All the thick boys of the yard <laughs> and girls, all the the thick people, the thick the thickums. For the thin and the thick. <laughs> uh, okay, buddy. Listen, we hey, buddy guy. We are in our third episode of Super Mario March. It's me, Mario. Hell yeah, we are. And uh, I mean, I feel like we've we've hit some uh, some pretty big titles so far this this month. But I'd have to argue that this is probably the biggest title we've hit this month. Uh, I would I would say so. I mean, Donkey Kong is a is a very big game, but I feel like Mario sixty four. There's a lot of nostalgia for, and a lot of people playing it, or a lot of people played it when they were younger. I have to confess something to you right here, buddy. What's that, guy? I didn't play this game as a youth. Oh, what? 
This is my first playthrough. Is that a... Holy fuck, dude. I mean, obviously, you know, and you're playing into it right now, but is that a little shocking to you that I've never played this I'm game? I'm not playing into it at all. That It's super shocking, actually. Oh, I thought, I thought you knew. Especially for someone who's trying to complete the N64 catalog. Yeah, so I am... No, try- you, you have not told me this. Oh, I thought I, I thought you knew this. Oh, no, my bad. No, no, you've been keeping a secret from your video game lover friend. Oh, man. So, yes, I am trying to uh, have Holy a... Holy fuck, this is... This is like cheating on me. This is so it's funny. Before we even decided that we were going to do a Super Mario month, I got the bug because of the Switch Online uh, adding the Mario sixty four game to their Nintendo to the Nintendo sixty four uh, library. I wanted to play it for my first time, and I thought, oh, it's convenient if I you know if I'm whatever I'm doing, I can just have it with me and play it. So. It just kind of fell into place that we were going to play it for the show. <laughs> but this is my first time beating it. I have very little to no experience in this game before playing it this time. Well, hot to him. Yeah. So uh, you're going to have to be the expert here and, and like tell me your experiences with this as a, as a youth. Yeah, well, pretty much when the system came out, everyone had this game. And when I got it for Christmas, I got this game... With it. Not with it, but, like, alongside of it. Right. So, yeah, very fond memories of going through this game with uh, my brother. And then also taking it over and playing it with the cousins and all that shit at Nanny Froggy's house. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this game's always been there throughout my life. Until my original copy got borrowed from someone and then perished in a house fire. Everyone was okay, don't worry. Oh, man. Everyone besides a whole bunch of my 64 games. Which is still a tragedy. <laughs> I, I feel more bad for them losing their house. Because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm the asshole. <laughs> I can always rebuild my video game collection, which I still am working on. See, I think I was a little late to the Nintendo 64 like launch. I don't think I got it on launch. I think I got it later on down the road. And then I went back and started, you know, acquiring yeah, I'm games. I'm a tad bit older than you, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't have any real, like I've played the first level or two, but never like extensively, not yeah, like never gone in depth into it. No, no, no. Like it was like a 20 minute playthrough and I was like, I don't like this. I don't whatever. So, uh, yeah, this is, you're getting a real f- fresh perspective on this game from me because I've never played it all the way through or well, hardly any of it. So I'm excited to see what you have to say about it later. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, for good or worse, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, are you ready to talk about the details on this game? Hell yeah, man. Let's fly our way into some dates. Put a little feather hat on. So, Super Mario 64 was released in North America on September 29th, 1996. It was developed by Nintendo EAD, and it was published by, of course, Nintendo. It was released on the Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64. And it was also available on the IQ player, which is a uh, it's a weird plug and play kind of system. We'll, we'll talk about that more one day. Uh, but you can also find it available on the Switch Online, and there is a Super Mario All-Stars 3D collection that you can play this game on currently. 
Sadly, no Amiga 64. <laughs> nope, not at all. Amiga motherfucking 64? No, that's a, a thing I can get behind. <laughs> now, this is a single-player 3D platformer, and goobs, there is a story. Oh, is there now, Toby? Well, I guess it's only one thing to do. It's time for story time with Toby. Princess Toadstool has invited Mario to her castle. I thought you were going to say Princess Toby. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Princess Toadstool has invited Mario to the castle for some cake. Yeah. Quotation marks cake. We all know how horny Mario is. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Down into the pipe. Now, apparently... Mario is so excited that he dresses up in his best outfit, which is overalls. That's what the the goddamn manual says, is he dresses up in his best outfit, and it's fucking just normal overalls. Anyways, he heads to the Mushroom Castle. Is he going to pick her flower? Is he going to be there in an hour? He's putting his best dress on? I guess so. As he enters the castle, he realizes something isn't quite right, and it's really quiet. Too quiet. No one's home. Now scram. <laughs> Mario knows he's heard this voice somewhere before. Maybe about three times. Or two times at least. <laughs> he can't tell where it's coming from, so he searches around the castle. But the doors are locked. Except for one. He peeks inside. Hanging on the wall is a large painting. But there's a sound coming from it. Without a second thought, he jumps into the painting, and it opens up into a new world. A friendly bomb buddy explains that someone has attacked the castle and stolen all the Power Stars. Mario must jump into these magical paintings and find all the Power Stars so he can take on Bowser and save Toad and Princess Peach. And that's the story. Wonderful story it was. <laughs> yeah. Now, this game, it should take around 12 to 20 hours to beat. That's a little bit of a longer one. It, this is one of our longer Depending games. That if we, you know what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, trust me. It took me quite... I, I was probably closer to the 20-hour mark, to be honest. Yeah. Sounds about right. Speedrun.com has a record set for a 120-star run set by Liam of 1 hour and 37 minutes and 53 seconds. God damn, that's speedy. Ooh. You've you've had to play this game at least three times to get that good at it, right? Yeah, at least three times a hundred. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is incredible. And I've it's, actually watched that speed run, and I was like mesmerized by it. Like the amount of precise jumps this guy's making multiple times. Holy fuck, man! Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't Buddy, even it's watch. Absolutely it. insane. It's an hour and thirty-seven minutes. That's not very speedy. Like when I when I look at speedruns yeah, and break down a fifteen to twenty-hour game, you right. an hour and a half. No, it's incredible what all he's memorized and where everything is. Like it's it's not an easy feat at all. So uh, good on you, Liam. Kudos. Go outside. <laughs> As we're sitting inside recording the podcast with everything <laughs> in the Correct. game. Correct. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, you want to go ahead and start talking about this gameplay? Because there's a lot to talk about. Yes, there is. Let's jump right into the gameplay. Woohoo! (laughs) 
So in this game, you'll be using the controller stick instead of the D-pad. It is touch sensitive. So if you barely press, you'll walk. But if you push in any direction, you'll fucking run. You will haul ass as Mario. A will make you jump. Pressing A, then pressing it again when you land will make you double jump. If you do this three times in a row, exactly the same. You'll do some kind of like big triple jump. Become a fucking gymnast. Yeah. You can also jump into a wall and press the A button again, and you can do a wall kick, wall jump kind of thing. I don't know what it's called. You can press Z to crouch. If you press A while you're crouching, you will do a shooting star press. (laughs) Yeah, you do a backwards somersault. Then when you're running, if you press Z and then A at the same time, you'll do a long jump. And then A will allow you to climb things and hang on to them like the poles and some of the other items that you climb on. Oh, he's like a stripper. (laughs) Apparently. When jumping, you can press the A and Z button to do a ground pound. B is to punch and kick. If you press it three times, you'll do like a hit combo. You can jump and kick with A and B. You can pick up things with B and also throw them. And uh, if you hold that Z button to crouch and press B, you can do like a breakdancing kick attack. And then you can also do a slide kick if you're running and you press Z and B at the same time. So that's, I mean, there's other buttons because you can fly in this game. You can swim. We're not going to go over everything. Those are just. Plus uh, the good old R button and all the fucking controls <laughs> with the C's for the camera. Yeah. All the C buttons will. You need to use those as much as you use anything else. Fuck yeah. You're going to wear those C buttons out. I did anyways. Before we get into this, though, what a progression from Mario 3 to this. Or Mario, Mario, and then Super Mario World, of course, right? Or Mario Yoshi's Island, even. Yes, they, there's like there's a steady progression there, but this definitely has the most controls for any Mario game so far. I mean, you could you could include Mario RPG in in this, uh, yeah, and the talkings, but in still, this is this is still a true 3D like where you can walk. Yeah, in we any haven't direction. anything like this before. Like we see other systems doing this sort of thing. Well, we haven't had our lovely boy Mario doing this. Like, this was fucking groundbreaking. Yes. Well, for some of us, you waited a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was. I waited a little bit, yeah. I was only like 20-some-odd years late. 25 years late. Now, when you actually start up this game, you will get a giant Mario head. What can you do with that head on the startup screen? Oh, you can kind of slap him around and poke him and prod him. (laughs) It is funny. You have a cursor, and you can like grab Mario's face and pull his cheeks and pull his nose, and <laughs> you can just fuck with him. Very much like that game in Mario Party. Yes, yes, where you like uh, uh, change their faces and stuff. Yeah, you can pull them around. You can do all this different stuff to them. Yeah, uh, but once you hit start, this will give you a menu where you can have four count them four different save states. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is nice. It's not just a one game like, oh, you're kind of stuck. Because I think my first game on Nintendo 64 might have been Diddy Kong Racing. And like, you're just stuck with one one game, I feel like. Is that how it is on that one? I know we reviewed it. Uh, it might be, unless you have a memory card. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. But, I mean, that's pretty cool. You get four different save states. And then there's some... Um, different blocks at the bottom to where you can like actually copy and and erase a file or you can see the highest score from that file. 
there's also an audio options, so you can kind of adjust the settings for the audio. Uh, but that, I thought that was nice that there's a a save. And obviously, you need a save state with this game if it's twelve. Yeah, it's so long, there's no way you're sitting down unless your fucking buddy here speed running it. Right? Yeah, with twelve to twenty hours, you're definitely gonna need to save, especially if it's your first time playing. Trust me. Now, once you start a game, you are treated to a ton of dialogue. A ton of dialogue. You have to read through it, which I found very hard to read. Why is that? It might have been because I'm playing it on a newer television, and I, oh. I played the actual 64 version, right? Okay, yeah. I'm not playing on the old school tube TVs. I'm playing on a flat screen. Right. So I found the text extremely hard to read. Ooh. See, I, I, it might I, be with my old age. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that we're glasses. It might just be my eyes. I need a new prescription. Yeah, it might be the case, but I found it small and blurry. That's... I, that's something I didn't think about because I do have it on on Nintendo sixty four, but I just use the convenience of playing it on the Switch, which I also have the the Nintendo sixty four wireless controller for the Switch. So that's how I played it. So I got the 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 most the closest thing to the actual experience, you know. So everything looks fine on the the Switch version, as you would imagine. Yeah, yeah, that's the one of the issues I've had. Yeah. Again, then again, I don't have the most optimal setup for it. If I was playing it on an old school TV, it might be much different. Right. But uh, we all know how it kind of stretches the image out a little bit, so it might have an issue to do with that. Right. Ah, that's interesting. I, I That's not something that I would have thought about. So Again, this could be an issue or ish me, not an issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me, it's you. <laughs> Uh, after you read through all the dialogue and stuff, there's basically a tutorial. Like, it's kind of built into the story, but there's a tutorial on how to do everything. And explains why you have a 3D view around you, because apparently it's the Lakitu character. The, the yeah, guy that's following you around. Yeah, he's on, a, he's on his fucking cloud, and he's got his his fishing pole with the camera on it. But, yeah, I was going to say creeper, like he's yeah. like spying on you. <laughs> So he is your camera, which the cuck, the cuck <laughs> cameraman. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, I, I was coming here to meet up with you so we could film Princess Beach." Her cake. Yes, yes, the cake. But now it's a rescue mission. So yeah, uh, like you said earlier, you use those uh, C buttons to turn the camera around, and it's not. When you use the camera, it's not like you have full control over it. It still has no. like four... it moves at like a quarter angle of a time. Yes, it's like a ninety like degrees. One third of the screen can shift. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Again, you were used to this because you didn't know any better, or video game developers didn't have like it's not as seamless as it is now. When you're controlling the camera, when you're playing a third person game, now it's completely flawless for the most part. This one, not so much. Right, yeah, uh, I'll tell you, it was a little difficult for me to go back and play this motherfucker because you do the, of the free camera. mode too, where it kind of just tries to stay behind you, but still, and sometimes it's not too optimal. Yeah. So once you finally get into the game, like no more dialogue and shit, you're in, you're in the game. Your player hub in the top left corner, it tells you how many lives you have left because you still have lives in this game. Now, if you die. 
it just basically starts you from your if you lose all your lives it, it basically starts you from your last save point so it's not it's not a big punishment if you lose all your lives but it, it's still annoying because you do have to run all the way through the castle again and get back yeah, to it's wherever in the ass it sucks i did it so many fucking times then in the middle it tells you how many coins you have collected in that level and next to that, it tells you how many stars you've collected in that level. The bottom right corner shows a picture of Lakitu, and I I guess it's like supposed to show you where he's at comparative yeah, to you. Yeah, that or the kind of camera mode you're in. Right, because you can't go into a first-person camera view like when you're looking around. Not while you're playing, but while you're looking around. Thank God it's not while you're playing. God, yeah, that would be terrible. Be like fucking Doom Mario or something. <laughs> Mario would be doomed, that's for sure. <laughs> now, the goal of the game is to go throughout the castle and jump into the different paintings. Oh, I forgot about your life meter in the middle as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get hit, it, it appears you've got a life meter. Uh, and it'll, how, many, how many blocks is it? I've already forgotten. Is it five? Four or five? Uh, it's more than that. Is it? What, whatever it is. It's a ten. But, uh, yeah, there's a little <laughs> blue meter in the middle. And then a... Uh, your pie charts go away. It's a little pie crust. And every time you collect a coin, you do gain more health again. So uh, that's uh, I get that's. I think besides Mario RPG, this is the first time Mario's had like a life meter because normally it's done by the items you have, right? Right. Like you get a mushroom and you're bigger, so you can take a hit. Yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I just found that interesting. Even if I'm wrong, I still find it interesting. <laughs> so, the goal of this game is to go throughout the castle and jump into the different paintings. Each painting represents a different level with different goals in it. Only one goal can be done at a time. That's a major complaint of mine as a new player. With the knowledge of all the new games that we play, Like you can only complete one challenge at a time. The speedrunner I was watching, again, I think he was playing the Japanese version, but he was doing uh, a couple at a time for some of them, like the coin ones, if you get the... The red coins and then collecting the hundred coins. Yeah. He was busting two of those off at the same time. Oh, interesting. Well, each level has a total of six gold stars. So, like, there's six different, like, missions that you have to do within that level. So, like you said, collect red coins or you might have to do a race or beat an enemy or, you know, bring certain objects to another character. Or somehow changing the environment by doing something. Yeah, or get to a certain area, like get to the highest part of the level. Right. They're all pretty much, it's pretty much rinse and repeat throughout the levels, like what you have to do. It's pretty much the same thing over and over and over again. Right. Just a little twist on it. Yeah. And then there's also the seventh star that they eventually open up to you and let you know, like, if you collect 100 coins, you can get the seventh star in that level. So that means there's 105 stars because there are a total of 15 different levels with different gimmicks and different challenges in each one. I say 105 stars. There's actually 120 stars in total because there are 15 hidden stars throughout the castle area. Yes. You can collect up to 120 in total. But the cool thing is, and the thing that I liked is you only need 70 to beat the game. Thank God. So they give you a lot of wiggle room. I'm going to give that a little, like, uh, kudos right here. Oh, yeah, because some of the challenges are hard, and you just don't know what to do unless you luckily now have the internet and or a player guide back in the day. 
Right, right. Or someone so, that's known how to do it, right? Like talking through the schoolyard, like, oh, how do you do this? And then you shoot the shit back and forth. Yeah, because this game does have some challenges that are just fucking stupid hard. Or you just don't know what the fuck. There's no, once they give you a challenge in the level, they don't really tell you how to do it. No, it's it's basically like a little cue card that'll say something like cute, like, uh... <laughs> I don't even. I, I can't think of a, like uh, red coins on the floating aisle. Yeah, or find or shoot to the island in the sky or treasure of the ocean cave. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> what the fuck. What does that mean? Because when you when you jump back into the painting, because like I said, once you get one star, it kicks you out of that level, and you have to jump back into the painting, and then it'll give you a, a new challenge that you have to do. So you can get lucky and accidentally do another challenge and like skip a, a, a star, but then you have to go back to that star and it, it won't give you the next mission until you've completed that one. So that's that's kind of a downfall. I feel like it doesn't. I think it would be cool if all seven of the missions were like available and ready for you to select from the get go, you know? Yeah, so you can pick the ones that cater towards you. Right, right. Because, like I said, 120 is a lot. But when you realize, like, oh, 70, I can do 70. That's fine. And sometimes finding those red stars are a complete pain in the fucking ass. Or the red coins, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very, 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 very tricky. Uh, so, like I was saying, there are a total of 15 levels with seven stars apiece. Goobs, should we go over the levels very quickly? Yeah, we'll break them down quickly for you. We won't go into great detail here, but I, I got the names of them. Okay. And uh, we can give a brief description. We can give a brief description or where our feelings are on them. Yeah. So the first one being Bomb on Battlefield, the most iconic one because everyone's played that either at Blockbuster or Video Rental Store, friend's house, cousin's house, friend or anything. Yeah, this is the one that I always played. This one and the second level. So like th- that's that's as much experience as I've ever had is this level and the second level. There's a shitload of bombs. You get some chain chomps. Uh, there's a big king bomb that you have to defeat. That's at the top of the mountain. Yeah, you grab his ass and throw him. Yeah, and then this is the introduction to the cannons because you will be using these fucking cannons a lot. Yeah, there's always a a pink bomb bomb, which they are friendly. You go talk to them and they will activate their cannons for you. And then you can go in them and you can uh, awkwardly shoot yourself around. Mm-hmm. Uh, aim aim a lot higher than you expect to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you're going to hit a lot of islands and or nothing. So up next, we got Womp's Fortress. Pretty much like another castle in the sky kind of thing. Yeah, this one has a lot of tricky platforms on it. And yeah, like, it does. A lot, a lot of, of like shit. Yeah, I was about to say, a lot of, like, bricks that move out of the wall and try to push you off the platforms and into... And if anything's fucking... on a steep angle here and it looks like it's smooth, it is. And you're going to run up it and go correctly, directly down it and or off the map. Yeah. Because once you start sliding, man, you're, you're sliding right off this motherfucker. Yeah. This one has a bunch of those, like, blue, like... I don't know if they're called womps, but those, like, blue bricks that fall, like... Uh, and try to squish you. You can get squished thwomps? in this one. There's, what are they called? Thwomp. Oh, they're thwomps. Okay. Well, that might be see, wrong. The, I think. Okay, I think you're right. I think those are thwomps because the the gray brick ones that have feet and stuff that walk around. Those are womps. 
with a W. Yes. So uh, this one actually has a King Womp at the top of the level, and you have to battle him. You have to let him try to fall on you, and he's got a little Band-Aid on his back where you have to ground pound, and you have to hurt his little back. <laughs> I like how he has a little Band-Aid there. <laughs> it is pretty funny. It's it's very much like the uh, Punch-Out uh, King Hippo thing. So up next, we got Jolly Rogers Bay. The first uh, of a few or two uh, water levels. Yeah. This this one's more based around the pirate ship, though. Like, it's yes. it's got underwater elements, but this one's definitely more based around the pirate ship, and then there's a cave that you can, like, swim through and get to. And uh, it's got some clams and stuff in this level that open and shut and can, like, bite you, I guess. And it's also got this giant electric eel thing in yeah, the middle. Yeah, he's kind of creepy looking. Yeah, it's I it's very. I thought that when I was playing this as a younger goobs. <laughs> it kind of reminded me. There's there's a character in Banjo Kazooie that's like a giant eel or something, or, or maybe it's Donkey Kong sixty four. I can't remember, but I I saw it and I was like, that's weird. <laughs> it looks just like that thing. Uh, there's also this like jet stream of water that's going through this level, so you might have to get a special hat that we'll talk about in a little while. That'll yeah, you gotta get through that in order it. to get one of your stars. Yeah, that's in the middle of this jet stream. But yeah, it's a it's a water level, but mostly you're dealing with the pirate ship and all that. Then we got cool cool mountain, a nice little kind of snow level. And this is uh, everyone's favorite fucking penguin races on this level. This is the most meme level. Like if if you have to if you have to like categorize anything, this is the meme level of this uh, entire game where everyone likes to throw the little innocent penguin off the side of the cliff. Yeah, you can definitely do that. I felt like I was playing fucking Beethoven again. I was like stupid little fucking penguin. <laughs> Idiot penguin. So this one has like a uh, uh, a luge slide that starts at the very top because you start at the very top and it wraps all the way around the mountain and you can carry this penguin down to a mama penguin and if you drop it or you get hit or anything, you drop the penguin and then you have to basically start over or do a different mission because uh, it'll disappear. But yeah, uh, you have to like slide down the slide all the way down and there's also like a race level that you have to do where you have to race a penguin and that's Yeah, you go miserable. down the chimney. Yes, there's a little like cabin at the very top of this uh mountain that you start on and you can go down the the chimney. I'm not going to lie. I sucked at any of these races where you were going down the slides. Oh, really? I love the races. Dude, I was so bad at them. So so bad at them. How'd you fare on the first one with the Koopa the Quick? We've got to talk about that in the bottom. Oh one. yeah, yeah. There is a race in the in the first one. Uh, that one was the mountain. Yeah, and there's like the the rolling uh, uh, ball uh, cannonball things. Yes. Yeah, uh, that one wasn't so bad. This one where you're sliding downhill. I don't know why, but the the sliding downhill gets me. The running ones, the running well, races you don't are fine. Technically, have to slide down. You can kind of cheat in these. Oh yeah, trust me. If you can me. line yourself up with the fucking map underneath you, go for it. <laughs> Just jump right off the fucking edge. 
but yeah, I think the the biggest takeaway from this stage is that this is the the meme where you see Mario holding the penguin and like, is he gonna throw it off the side of the the, the level? <laughs> and there'll probably be stuff we miss along the way. This game is pretty massive. Yeah, there's a there's a ton. We're just trying to generalize over some of the 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 main things in the levels. Oh, we got our creepy level next. Big Boo's haunt. So. Somehow, I managed to, to completely skip this level. I didn't play any of this level and still managed to get to Bowser. Yeah, you can so, do that. So you might have to tell us a little about how you get to these levels, to the, the booze-like levels. We go to, I think it was on the outside it was, and then there's going to be a boo there. You have to hit him multiple times, and you eventually he drops something. Like, I think it was a barrel. It's like a cage-looking thing. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's a garden that you have to go out to of the castle, and they each boo drops a different like cage-looking thing. This is now. I'm just it's my only experience. Barrels, but the, yeah, the cages seem right. Yeah, I'm just going from experience of watching a, a gameplay the other day, and I was like, "Whoa, what is this level?" Because I yeah, had you hit no them idea. A few times they drop something, and then you go inside, and then you can do the levels from there. Yeah. And each one will have a different, like, mission, it looked like. Yeah, you go to Ghost Hunt, Secret of the Haunted Books, Big Boo's Balcony. There's all sorts of different things you can do. They're all like Boo Mansions, where they have, like, a bunch of doors and different rooms and stuff. Some bridges that'll fall out from underneath you. Very there's tricky. giant. Yeah, there's a giant eyeball in one of the levels, it looked like. So, yeah. Uh, well, the music just... for Big Boo's Merry-Go-Round is fucking amazing. Oh, is it? See, I didn't get to hear that one. It's like a that creepy Mario go, Mary, Mario go round. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> creepy Mary go round. Uh, just like sounds like an old haunted amusement park kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Uh, what's the next level? Uh, Hazy Maze Cave. Yes. Now, this is right before one of the Bowser fights. There's going to be three total Bowser fights that you can do. So after you get to a certain level, it unlocks a, a Bowser level. Uh, where you have to like, it's kind of a, how do you explain it? Like, well, it's kind of like a little obstacle course and you fight Bowser. Yeah. Uh, usually you're just swinging Bowser and throwing him into something or, you know, throwing him into a bomb or something, throwing him off the map, whatever it is. Uh, but you do that and then you get to this hazy maze cave and, uh, it basically it just, it opens a door to where you can go explore other areas, and, and this area is in one of the basements. And uh, basically, there's this like giant swimming creature, like it's like a Loch Ness monster kind of creature. And you can get some of the stars because of him, because he'll like dip his head down, and you can jump on him. But this one has that toxic maze with all the the green gas that'll kill you. Yes, navigating the toxic maze. Yeah, there's little maps and stuff that you can kind of try to follow, but. Uh, there's different little missions you have to do as you're running through this toxic gas, and it's it's just a maze. It's just a, a terrible, terrible maze. Speaking of terrible, terrible things, lethal, lethal Lava Land. Okay, I'm glad you said that, because this was my least favorite level of the entire game. It's one of the tougher ones. It, okay, so I'm not alone on this one. This one whooped my ass. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. You've got lava everywhere you step. If you fall off anything, fucking lava. If you're standing on something, lava rises, and you get hit by lava. Like, there's a fucking... You're never too far from lava. If you're not thinking about lava, there's lava. I don't know. It's fucking so just everywhere. trying to move fast as well. 
and with yes. the sketchy controls, like <laughs> when you push down, you're moving. Like you said, you're hauling ass. Right. But then you're trying to control the camera angle too to see where the fuck you're jumping because one day, one second you're going straight, then you got to make a right hand jump, and it takes a little bit to look that way unless unless you know exactly what you're doing. And you and I haven't played this. You never played this. I haven't played no. this in a while, so I'm not used to the maps or anything. Yeah, it kind of it kind of kicks your ass, lights it on listen, fire a little. Listen. It, it's it's definitely very difficult trying to to align your jumps and everything. But what doesn't help this fucking level is the goddamn bullies, the little fucking bomb looking things with little horns. Fuck those motherfuckers! Oh, they gang up on you too, eh? <laughs> yes, and they're fucking hard. Ooh, ooh! I almost went into my Especially rage when meter. When you beat a couple of them, then the big one comes there. It's like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this level. Whatever. What's the next one? <laughs> Uh, Shifting Sandland. Ugh. You're in the desert. Yeah, this one has a lot of quicksand. There's a pyramid. It's one of my worst favorite, worst fucking enemies in this. Which one's that? A fucking bird. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there is a bird enemy in this one. Uh, is there, is there tornadoes in this one? Like some kind of weird tornado thing? There's like the the sand sucky things, like the sinkholes. Oh, that's you what know, I'm those thinking. Sand of. Suckers? <laughs> the sand suckers. The sand suckers. That sounded like a Texan there for a second. Watch out for them sand suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Just a prostitute in the desert. <laughs> it's a Peach, slur is that for, you? <laughs> it's a slur for uh, for hookers in the desert. I like it. <laughs> you dirty sand sucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a pyramid and you can go inside of it and it's got some more. Uh, platforming and stuff. Uh, yeah, what's next? A little next? puzzle in there as well for you. Yeah. Now we got the Dire Dire Docks. Uh, another water the, level. Yeah, it's just another water level. There's some whirlpool bullshit. I mean, it's just another underwater level. You can get on top of like a submarine and, and uh, you can climb around. There's like a, a timer thing where you can you have to hit it and then try to climb around the top of it. Uh, this one, I fucking hate it's not things. It, it, this level just felt like okay this is exhausting like I'm ready to be at the end of it by this point I was ready to be at the end of it and we got snowman's land coming up next another snow level <laughs> you know I think I missed this one too somehow uh, apparently there's a giant penguin in part of this one and then there's a giant snow bully I just yeah. don't remember I don't recall I mean, any of that big heads of mission you gotta do it's just another snow level it's not nearly as slidey it's still a little slidey not the whole level's not laid out like the other one was yeah and then we got wet dry world dude and this most of these the levels one. do have a company boss going with it yes yes now this level i think i spent the most time on because it was very tricky because there's these little diamonds that you can hit and it'll raise or lower the the water level in in the area and I was just having a difficult time trying to figure out how to get to the stars and, like, what I was doing. And then you also have those little fucking dump truck things that, like, catapult you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those. Because every time you get catapulted, you'll lose health, no matter the fuck what you do. So those motherfuckers can suck my taint. Because well, they're fucking... In this game, you find yourself a coin of any color. That gives you back your health. Which yeah. is kind of cool. 
Yeah, but there was like a point that I was like at 99 fucking coins and still had like one health bar because of those fucking cocksuckers. You got 99 uh, health coins and the health bar ain't one. <laughs> uh, but I did. This level and, and the lava level, I think, are like my two biggest enemies on this game. So, uh, and, and there were some really, really hard star things to get. Like, there's one where you have to lower the water, get to the bottom, and then, like, get to another platform and, like, wall jump. To, uh, it's just fucking hard. It's so fucking hard. I spent too much time on that. Anyways, next one. Speaking of hard, we got Tall Tall Mountain next. Very girthy. <sighs> you know... You're going up in a mountain in this one, and it's full of Goombas and Bobombs and tiny bridges. Watch out for the monkey cage. <laughs> There's a bunch of these, like, giant mushroom platforms. Uh, really, if you just take this one slow, it's not terrible. Okay, the one-star thing for this is fucking hilarious. Blast to the Lonely Mushroom. That sounds like it could be a fucking album from, like, Pink Floyd or something back in the day. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, Blast to the Lonely Mushroom. That's our fucking album when we finally release one. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's you're mostly like scaling up this mountain and you know just making a lot of platform jumps, so or or, or cannon shoots. So I didn't find this one terrible. It, you just got to go slow on it. Just yes. go fucking slow. Then we got tiny huge island next. This is the best. <laughs> Everyone loves the. Tiny Huge Island or the one from Super Mario 3. Yes, exactly. As soon as I got to this island and realized what was going on, like I was like, yeah. Because all your enemies are teeny tiny when you first start out. But the first time you go down like a, a, a pipe and you come out of it, everything's fucking huge. It's amazing. So I'm not sure. Do you go to a different island that's exactly the same or do you shrink? Or well, the drugs wear off. What's that? Drugs wear off. You sober up while you're going through the tube. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun on this one. Yeah, it is a very fun one. It's not a very big map, but that's because you're going through it in two different styles. Like, you're teeny tiny or you're big. So I'm you're some of these aren't big maps because you're going through them so many fucking times. So you need to become familiar with it pretty quickly in order for you to get to your goal as fast as you can right yeah yeah yeah. but this one's especially small just because you are going through it in two different perspectives small and big and now we got a vertical one tiktok clock Ooh, this one this one's pretty tough too like i'm not gonna lie these last couple ones are really tough yeah like pitting the pendulum that's a tough one the time jumps on moving bars with the fucking camera angle oh my fucking god this TikTok clock is difficult depending on how you jump into the clock. If you have the hands, is it at 12 o'clock? If you jump in and they're at 12 o'clock, everything stops? I didn't know that. There's something to it, and I accidentally figured it out. And then I looked it up, and I now I don't recall what exactly it is. But there's back in the day, but I didn't know that now. I kind of wish I fucking did. <laughs> yeah. So if you jump into the clock at certain times, like I, and, which I didn't ever understand, because some of the times that you jump into it, like shit would be moving fast, like all the gears and stuff would That's be moving. Why I was such a bitch. <laughs> right. But then there's sometimes if you jump into it, if it's a certain time, it would be really slow. And I don't know which controlled those, but like if you landed on like 
12 o'clock or 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock, I think, I'm not 100% sure, it stopped everything. And, like, you could just jump up shit. But the the downside to that is some of the stars you need to get to, you need stuff to be moving. So it's a catch-22. So you you got to figure out... I, you just have to figure out how to make everything move slowly instead of fast. And then uh, after that, we got our last one here. We got the Rainbow Ride. And yes, there are Bowser things in between. And then one after this as well. Right. Yeah, this one, you're on like a um, a rail magic carpet. Like it's it's following a rainbow path, but there's all these different obstacles you have to jump also over, seen jump the around. Smash Brothers. It, yes, yes. Uh, now you have to avoid all these things. There's fire that shoots at you, platforms you have to jump on. There's all kinds of stuff. And then like there's different branching paths of like the stars that you can go do and, and get. Uh, and it leads you up to a flying boat. It's kind of similar to Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, battleships. Which, I thought that was kind of cool. It's a nice little touch for a, a little reference to the old games, you know? Yeah, I like the little wink and a nod. Yeah, yeah. Now, there are a couple of secret areas uh, with different types of power-ups that you can unlock through the game that we haven't really touched on. There's there's different areas around the castle that you have to to figure out, which I had to look these up because I just couldn't figure them out. There's the wing cap, the metal cap, the vanish cap, and then some of the other like things that you can use throughout the levels are the Koopa shells. You can ride on those and kind of no, so much fun. surf. Yeah, you can just surf on the Koopa shells and whoop some ass. Like in the lava level, you- that's super useful. To have yes, that. kind of those- it's like fucking Tony Hawk all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, now the wing cap allows you to fly, so you can actually if I was you have never that. Really good with that, dude. I'm terrible with that. In fact, there's one of the bonus levels that's just a wing cap level. I can't do it. I'm terrible at it. Uh, but yeah, you can either, it, and it's not like a permanent flying thing. It's it's very limited. It's kind of like a, getting a star or something. You can either triple jump to to activate the flying, or you can be shot out of the cannon. Then you've got the Metal Cap, which will turn you into Metal Mario. This is good for, like, the water levels, like when you need to be weighted down and, like, fall to the bottom of something to, to hit a button or yep. whatever it is. They're very useful. Then you've got the Vanish Cap, which that'll turn you invisible and you can go through certain walls and stuff like that, which is also very helpful in certain areas. Like we said, there's three total bowser fights that you're gonna do uh the last one do you know what bowser looks like metallic looking yeah he looks kind of off he doesn't like in the first fight or two i guess i don't know the first fight or two he looks fine and then the last one he was like different colors i don't know what that the deal was now i do know uh watching some playthrough footage if you get all 120 stars there is a slightly different ending it's very slightly but uh i definitely didn't get all 120 fuck no i got i think it's 70 stars exactly uh that you can collect to actually get to where you can fight bowser because if you try to go up the bowser stairs they just like loop (laughs) Did you ever do that? No, the stairs is nonstop. You just keep running up them. And the music on those are fucking annoying. Like, it just, it sounds like it's, 
It's insanity. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like you're you're progressing, but like it's like do 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 like it somewhere it starts over and just keeps going up. It's it's yeah, it's the definition of craziness right there. Yeah, you'll never make it to the top until somewhere and then you're not. Then hour and a half later, no. Yeah, you have to have this. I think someone has spent some time on that though. Oh yeah, thinking they'll make it up there. Uh, you have to have the seventy stars, I believe, is what it is to to actually get to uh, Bowser. So, Goops, what did you think of the music in this game? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, we all know the music for Bomba Island and everything like that, but I haven't got so deep into this game in a while. And a lot of the songs in later tracks are fucking great. Like I mentioned, the Boo Carousel one. That's fun. But, uh, yeah, through all the different levels, they represent the different atmospheres they're in. I thought very good. And it was just uh, really good to hear some of these tracks again, because there's a lot of fucking good ones in there. Sure, it can get repetitive, because you're doing the same level over and over again, but you can switch it up as well. You can go get a star here or two in this level, go back to another one, go back later. Like you can cherry pick the stars you want to get first. You can do some of the easier quests. Right. Then go back and get the harder ones so the music doesn't really weigh on you too much. But I thought it was very good. Uh, the fucking racetrack song. Anytime you race, that's the banger right there. It, it's funny that you bring that up because uh, I, love that I song. was actually. You don't like that song? No, no, no. I do like that song. Because I, I think it's funny because they definitely use that song in some of the Mario Party games for Nintendo 64. 100%. In fact, there's a lot of music in this game that they continue to use a version of in other Mario games. It's kind of like the... Like, they use that in all the Mario games, but they, I feel like they also copied... Not copied, but like... Uh, mimic some... Reimagined. Yeah, yeah, yes from this game like I feel like the the castle music is used a lot for other Mario game castles I, maybe I'm wrong maybe maybe I've just somehow heard this soundtrack over and over but uh, yeah uh, the the racing music is definitely in one of the Mario party games and I think some of the other tracks are too so they they got used elsewhere uh, now there's two tracks I didn't really care for. But each level had its own, like, theme, basically. And one of those I didn't like was the Lethal Lava stage. It just wasn't good. And... Maybe the your wet- hatred of level played off, played off on it, you. Yes, I, I, think, I think mostly I hated that level, but that music was terrible, too. Now, Goobs, the other one I didn't like was the... Re- was the wet dry world. That's the one with the diamonds and you lower and and you, you bring up the water level and stuff. Sounds like something you'd wear like the bed as a child. You gotta wear your <laughs> wet dries. Wear your wet dries. So the song in this one, Goobs? I don't know why, but the very like very quiet, very faint beginning of that song. And it would loop back to it every once in a while, and I'd hear it. Because I was in that level a long time just because of raising the water, lower the water, you're in the wrong water, whatever. It reminded me of that stupid 
Island Boys song. Oh my god. I thought we were going to get through a whole lifelong thing on the show without mentioning that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> now, I sent it to you. Do you agree or am I fucking crazy? Did that the, sound the a little bit... The very first part kind of has the... I'm not even going to say it. No, no, no I don't want to say it, but I'm going to play it right here for the listeners. Right here. Did you hear it? Am I crazy? Are we it. crazy? Yeah. I think so, Toby anyways. put his voodoo powers on me so I hear it. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Yeah. I would love to hear if other people hear it. It's like with backmasking. Like when, when you hear like subliminal messages and songs, it's like, am I hearing it because you told me it's there? Or, yeah. Anyways, so I kept hearing that every time I listened to that song and I, that fucking drove me crazy. Anyways, moving on, away from the music. Goobs, what did you think of the graphics overall in this game? Well, they're kind of blocky, <laughs> but that's the charm of it. I thought they were pretty decent. It's still, like, we're, we're used to playing this kind of shit, if not worse than this. So, after playing a game like Donkey Kong and Mario Lost Levels, which we have this month already, um... Graphics are great. Sure, there are some glitches and shit involved here that you can see the speedruns that people do fucking take advantage of. Or you'll see some glitches yourself throughout playing this game. You'll clip through walls, you'll do all sorts of shit like that. But I think it's okay still. I've seen a lot worse. And I'm sure we'll see a lot more worse coming up in the future. As a first time playthrough, I didn't. I hate how the game looked. Like it, yeah, it the looks switch like cleaned a, it up a little bit. I, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure if it cleaned it up. But even like the video footage I was watching, you know, for my research and just trying to like write notes for the game, because I don't usually typically write notes if it's a game this long. I usually kind of go back and kind of watch other people's play uh, playthroughs of it. So uh, it it still didn't look bad. My complaint, though, is the reuse of enemies. Like, I don't feel like there's a lot of enemies. I know there is because there's 15 levels. It just I felt like... two altogether. Oh, is there? Uh, do you want to go through those real quick? You want me to speed run it? Sure, speed run them. Okay. This is all off the top of my head. <laughs> We got Ant, Bonsai Bill, Beach Koopa, Big Mr. I, Bill Blaster, Bomb Bomb, Bomp, Boo, Book, Bookend, Boss Bass, Bub, Bubba, Bold Bill, Chain Chomp, Chuckia, Flamethrower, Foosh, Goomba, Grindle, Heave Ho, Killer Chair, Klepto, that fucking bird, Koopa Paratroopa, Koopa Troopa, Kuma, Kuma Main, Lakitu, Micro Goomba, Moneybag, Mr. Blizzard, Mr. Eye, Piranha Plant, Pokey, Scuttlebug, Skeeter, Sunfit, Spindle, Spiny, Sushi, Twomp, sorry, Thwomp, Unagi, and Whomp. Yeah, maybe there's a few more characters than I thought there was. <laughs> don't forget about I, Bookend. Yeah, Bookend. I don't Sounds know. Like uh, end to me. Some of the characters felt lazy, like the 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 bullies. Like they were just a fucking bomb, like just a round character with, with horns. horns. Yeah, like that's. I think that was my major complaint. Is some of the enemies felt lazy. 
but other than that, like realistically, I feel like the levels look like it was a Mushroom Kingdom. I felt like it fit each theme of the level. Uh, they weren't like super empty or anything, so that was that was a pl- there was one or two levels I didn't like the design on, like the one where it's kind of like the the city where you have to drain the water all the way. Yeah, uh, I think that's part of that that the one with the diamonds, though, if I remember correctly. But, but yeah, it's it just it didn't feel empty or anything. Graphics were fine, is what I'm trying to say. But what, what about the controls? Fine? Jenny Bean. Show us Jenny Bean. <laughs> uh, what about the controls, Goobs? What did you how do you feel about the controls on this one? Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's sit down and talk about this. The let's, controls. Let's have, a, let's have a sit down here. Controls are one thing. Yeah. I felt it also I may have an older N64 controller. But it's I found it quite difficult navigating between Fast and slow. <laughs> oh <laughs> Which yeah. You also talked about because sometimes you want it. You you want that delicate touch, especially if you're on a ledge of something, trying to get that red coin that's right on like a tiny little ledge. Yeah. And you kind of want to scoot your way across, and then all of a sudden you're fucking flying a hundred miles per hour right <laughs> off the ledge, and then down a whole fucking mountain where you got to start all over again. It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? That's an issue. It's it's uh, the it's the Sonic the Hedgehog on Genesis problem like you know how like you're just fucking hard no, no no even worse it's bubsy it's bubsy fast i like it i'm leaving the show <laughs> like you just lose control because he goes so fast <laughs> then when you're uh also when you're jumping trying to make precise jumps there there's some of them you have to use the triple jump to get across things oh but it's hard to time out correctly how to get there versus with the angle of the view you have. So you try to use your fucking shitty cha- camera controls and then, I don't know, the camera is a major fucking issue in this game. The camera is the, the speed biggest. speed is a major fucking issue. Like, if you're able to control it better, I wish you could just maybe hold down another button. Yeah. In order for you to get that speed that you need. But there's so many fucking buttons involved in this game. Right. No, you're right. So that triple jump, there's one particular level where it's so hard because you have a teeny tiny platform that you have to perform that triple jump on, and it is fucking brutal. And you're not exactly like lined up with your camera. You're like 45 degrees off too much to where it's not completely straight on, but it's not completely at like the wrong angle. It's just fucking miserable. Yeah, you can do the mode where it's right behind you with the camera, but like that doesn't really help that much on some things as well. No. Yeah. Like, it's 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 the drizzling shits at some points. L- listen, I, I I will be the first to admit that like mm-hmm. Nintendo they crammed a shitload of of buttons and commands into that Nintendo 64 controller. It wasn't enough though. They really needed dual stick like analog sticks. S- and that's the major problem, but they didn't have it. So they, they worked with what they had, and it just wasn't, ooh, it wasn't there quite, you know? Uh, and, and, like, even the hit detection, I feel like when you would, like, punch and kick with Mario, it would miss by, like, a mile, and you'd be like, motherfucker. And then, like, just trying to jump on enemies, because they're moving while you're moving, and you're trying to jump on them. I feel like I'd miss all the time and get and take, like, damage from it. Yeah. Drizzling shits. <laughs> yeah, the controls just. Ugh. 
They're okay. They're passable, but like just th- those little things are really making a big inconvenience on your gaming experience. I would love to see a remake where they actually let you use the Switch controller with the the dual analog sticks and like really see if that makes a difference for the gameplay with the controls anyways. But we're just not there yet. One day. One day. Speaking of one day, Toby. Yeah. One day I'm going to head down to Texas. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to start walking now. It, you're you're going to start walking now? That's that's a crazy-ass walk. You're going to leave right now in the middle of the show and try to walk down to Texas? Yeah, I'll be back shortly or be at your place either way. <sighs> uh, okay. I got this new I got this new hat that has wings on it. Maybe that will help me. I I sure hope so. I really I really hope so. Um I I guess Goops is going to try to make his way down to Texas from Canada. Uh I I mean I guess I should just leave this recording. He makes it sound like he'll be here in in a gif. So uh I'm I actually had a friend send me some uh Nintendo Adventure books. Featuring the Super Mario Brothers. So since it's Mario Month, I should I should read one of these books, you know. Uh, this is Unjust Desserts. Huh. Alright, well, our, our good friend Llama sent me this. So uh, let's just flip open this book and... Try to... Hello? What was that noise? It sounded familiar. I feel like I hear that noise all the time. Anyways, let's, let's see. Find my spot that I was reading at. Let's Hello? Anyone anyone there? Is that my is that my dog? Sound like she was howling, I guess. Anyways, let's see. Page 33. Ooh, how's this for Look that's... at the girth on that. Ooh, taste those sprinkles. Oh, that's Cheesy. not a... Mm-hmm. What are you... You're not a bookmark at all. Like, I thought you were a bookmark. You're the Goob's Ooh, genie. Oh, no, that's my bookworm. Ooh. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, you know, now that you're here, Goob's genie, um, unfortunately, do you have any cheats for uh, Super Mario 64? Ooh, I definitely do. You want oh. to invade my castle and touch my Bowser? I mean, I don't want to do any of those things particularly, but I would love to hear some cheats. Ooh, how about unlimited lives? Ooh, that Hey, I could use that because I died a ton. Ooh, when you start a game outside the castle, go to the third tree from the waterfall. Ooh, climb it and get the extra life. Ooh, now go into the castle door, come back again and again and again to get another life. Ooh, you keep doing this forever. Ooh, just waste all your time. Uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds like more work than it's worth Ooh, for extra you said lives. you need extra lives to get the work. Ooh, it's like real life, doing a job. Ooh. Listen, I thought, like, you were going to give me a real cheat. You know what? I, I, I don't even want you around. Ooh, you want to see my green mushroom tip? No, definitely not. Definitely... Orange, how do I get purple? Ooh, no, I no, change no. whatever color you like, Toby. You know what? How do I get rid of you? Uh, you maybe can't. I can, maybe I can Ooh, shove you maybe down. Maybe subconscious. Ooh. Maybe I'm not even real after all. Did he disappear? Is this? Have I been imagining the Goob's genie? Like I can't. I I can't be sure that I've been imagining this like creep that wants to like do dirty things to my my person. 
I, Holy fuck, man. Uh, oh, we're uh, talking about people who want dirty things to you. Holy fuck. Ah, yee. Um, that, that, that hat worked for maybe a minute, dude. I fell 50 fucking feet. Oh, buddy. <sighs> I hope you're okay. Uh, do you want to hear some fun facts? Let's have a fun facts with Toby. Pring! Okie dokie, goobs. This is the fun facts segment of the show. But, buddy, we always start this show. Don't call show. me butt, buddy. I didn't. I, I actually did call you butt buddy. <laughs> but my friend, we start this segment off with a game show. Is that better? Did I did that was that better? <laughs> that's, that's fine. Let's get off with it. I like butt buddies better though. But hey, butt buddy. buddy. Hey, butt buddy. Anyways, we're gonna play a game show. I'm gonna fucking choke you, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> This is the game show where goops. Oh, I fucking hate you. That's me. It's going to try to guess the price of this Wish game. We listeners will be balanced for you guys. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh my God, you haven't done that in a while. You son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <sighs> oh, you asshole. Okay, <laughs> well. Walk. You have the $5 window. Looking for a new co-host. <laughs> Shows the tall hands. <laughs> If uh, if you get within the $5 window, you do get the sound effect. The lovely sound effect. Fuck yes. Are you ready, Goobs, to try to guess the price of this game? Well, if I can fucking hear you, yeah. Good luck. Okay, so the Game I app, which you should go download the Game I app if yes, you are... Yes, very useful tool for collecting. If you are a collector, if you have any amount of games, you might as well just go catalog it, use the Game I app. It's free. It's awesome. We're not sponsored or anything. We just love the app. It's a great app. Anyways, the Game I app shows a loose price for this game. What do you think that loose price is, Goobs? I'm going to say $35. $35 is your final answer. Yes. With the $5 window, you are incorrect by $1 because it is $29. Fuck sakes. <laughs> you were so close. You were so damn close. Now let's see if you can redeem yourself. You're close. <laughs> can you redeem yourself? Complete in box. That means you get the box, the manual, and the game cartridge itself. How much do you think that is going for? And I do uh. not, just an update. As of now, I do not have that game complete in box for my own personal collection. I'm going to say $78. $78. Is that your final answer? Yes. Complete in box currently, this game is going for $117. Oh. Yeah. A lot yep. of money for some cardboard. Uh, I realized the other day, I'm a cardboard collector. Yes, you are. <laughs> cardboard cowboy. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Okay, some other fun facts we got on this game. Oh, you're still ringing, you dickhole. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Some other fun facts we have on this game are the Super Mario 64 is the best-selling Nintendo 64 game, with nearly 12 million copies being sold by 2015. Now, I think I think that does take into account that there was a 3D release of Mario 64, a Nintendo 3DS release of Mario yes. 64. Uh, 
and maybe that also includes. Uh, I'm not the- sure if this was a packing game. Because Nintendo didn't really do that many packings with the 64. I don't. Th- I don't think. Man, I I would be lying if I said that there it did it was a packing game. I think this is the era where they quit doing the packing games until the uh, till the Switch uh, till the Wii. Anyways, during its first three months of sales in North America, the game sold more than two million copies and grossed. 140 million dollars which in today's money of 2022 that is equivalent to 248 million dollars in the united states as i was saying a minute ago there is a nintendo ds remake uh called super mario 64 ds that was released in 2004 and yoshi luigi and wario are playable characters in this version oh yeah i remember that so and there's a bunch of extra missions I think and just a, a ton of extra stuff that you can do in that game. So uh, if you want to, wonder how that camera control is. You know what? I wonder too. I'm I'm very curious on that. So if you wanted, if you've already played this game, that's definitely probably something worth playing for a different like uh, perspective with different characters and whatnot. Now development lasted nearly three years on this game. About one year of it was on design, and there was about 18 months on the actual production of the game. So, uh, yeah. In fact, I I think I read somewhere that they pushed back the Nintendo 64 release date because the game wasn't done yet. Makes sense. You need to have your boy there, right? Right, yeah. You need your flagship character on the launch. If you don't have him, then fucking sales might not do so good. There was a version of Super Mario 64 that was used as a tech demo for the 64DD floppy disk drive uh, at the 1996 Nintendo Space World Trade Show. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about the the 64DD here in a minute. Japan got their version first, but North America release actually was a more updated version, and it fixed a bunch of bugs that were in the Japanese version, but they ended up getting a re-release in the Japan version that would actually work with the Rumble Pack, and it fixed the original bugs that the, their version had, and also fixed some other bugs, is what I read. So that is probably the most complete Nintendo 64 version is the second release with the Rumble Pack uh, accessibility. Now, in 1998, Super Mario 64 was re-released in Europe and North America as part of a budget player's choice line. But I couldn't find any information on if this was like updated along with the Japanese version. But there was no Rumble Pack support. So it makes me believe that maybe it was the same uh North American version re-released again just as a budget title on September 2020 the Nintendo Switch released Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection which included Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy now I don't know for a fact which Super Mario 64 version landed on this collection but I would assume that, you know, it's got the most updated things. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't have that collection. Uh, Fun fact, I have that collection, and I still haven't played it. Any of it. 
I'm a terrible gamer. <laughs> or maybe I'm the best gamer because that's what we do. We buy games and they just sit on our shelves as backlog games. <laughs> uh, now, here's something I thought was really interesting that's in the manual that I didn't know for the Nintendo 64. There's a part that says Nintendo 64 controller... And it explains that if you hold the controller stick to one side when you start up the system, that is the neutral for the controller. So if you have the joystick held all the way to the left, the 64 registers that as neutral. I didn't know this was a thing. And maybe I did. Maybe I had this issue as a kid. I found that out by accident like a long time ago. Like say you have it on your bed or your couch and the controller is cockeyed or whatever. And when you start it up, it's going to think that's neutral. Yeah. I, or if your controller is fucked, and then you're completely effed in the game. <laughs> so it'll make your controller completely, like, operate incorrectly. Like, it's 100% incorrectly. And so now you speed run like that. <laughs> with it all cocktied to one side or something? Yeah. <laughs> so you can actually... F- you stick one of those joysticks up your ass, too. <laughs> You can actually fix three of them. You can actually fix this without turning off the system. If you let go of the stick uh, and just let it go back to its actual neutral position, you can reset it by pressing start and holding L and R, and it'll like oh. it'll reset it. So if you ever get in that predicament, just hold L and R and press. I would just restart the system. I, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just turn it off and let it like reboot. I didn't know you can hold those buttons down. Yeah, I thought that was cool. It's in the manual. It says that. So. That was today's years old. Oh, Jesus. Don't give me that. <laughs> no, that's what you get for screaming in my fucking ear out. <laughs> that's perfect payback. For anyone that doesn't know, I hate when people say, today's Yeah, so years tweet old. it at him, Instagram. No! I should have never said that. I could edit this out. Just so you know, I'm being a good sport and I'm not editing it out. <laughs> Too bad you won't hear this in the actual version. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so... Anyways, early on in development, Nintendo still hadn't come up with a controller for the Nintendo 64. So as they were developing this game, they didn't have a controller at all for the Nintendo 64. So what they were using was a modified Sega controller. And what I'm guessing is that they were using a modified Sega Saturn controller. I can't confirm this, but I feel like there would be more buttons and stuff on it for for them to try. And... They would end up going through a hundred different controller designs before we got the one that we all know and love, the little upside-down trident. Yeah, the three-pronged three prong dick controller. And let me tell you, as I was playing this game, and I know we've played a couple of Nintendo 64 games, but as I was playing it with this wireless controller, it felt so awkward getting my fat adult hand up on that joystick and trying to play like I was like... The controller was always sideways in my hands. I was like, what? I had no problem holding it. I got pretty beef, beefy hands. We got thick boy hands. Beef hands. <laughs> beef hands. <laughs> uh, so the idea for a 3D Mario game actually came around during the making of Star Fox on Super Nintendo. Now, one thing I read was that a 3D game was scrapped due to the Super Nintendo limitations, but because of the controller limitations, not because of the actual console limitations. So they just thought that, you know, with the basically the six button and a D-pad, you just didn't have enough to move around and navigate in a 3D world, which makes perfect sense because that's why they have the joystick, you know? Yeah, it makes total sense. 
Leslie Swan, she worked for Nintendo. She was the senior editor of Nintendo Power Magazine, and she translated the game's text from Japanese to English. Now, she also voiced Princess Peach in this game and Mario Kart 64, but there is no voice for the Japanese princess. Huh. Yeah, so... Why is that, Toby? I uh, don't have oh, an I answer. You, oh, I thought you were leading into that. That's why I said yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your co-hosting duties, but I did not have anywhere to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I'm paying attention. <laughs> it was great, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Uh, you tried. You close. That's a couple of them this episode. So, uh, you know what? Another game I really haven't played is Zelda Ocarina of Time. I guess there's a horse in that game. Yes. That was actually supposed to be for this game. What? Yeah. And Mario I guess riding a horse? Uh, yeah, they actually were going to have Mario ride this horse around and then they they scrapped it and then they reused it for Legend of Zelda. So huh. Yeah. And at one point, also in the development, they were actually going to have it to where it was a two-player game and you could play as Mario and Luigi. But the thing is, they wanted you to start at separate ends of the castle and kind of like meet up in the middle, like with a split-screen kind of thing going on. But it just couldn't happen with the limitations of the Nintendo 64. So, or at least early on development. You know, that was like early, early on in the development. So they didn't think they could do that. So they scrapped that idea, too. But yeah, you would enter the castle at different locations and then meet up somewhere in the middle. And yeah, never knew that. That's very interesting. Now, apparently they were there were supposed to be like 32 to 40 levels <laughs> in this in this game. But obviously memory constraints ended up uh, cutting the game down to about 15 levels, which we got and uh, emphasizing on exploration of each level more. So, there would have been more levels but there would have been less missions in each level, it sounds like. It would have been like your typical Mario game where you would have started at one point and you would have finished on like some kind of flagpole or something. You know, like there would have been a hard start and a hard stop instead of yeah. like exploring and trying to Very figure out where this is. Linear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, we've talked about this in our Yoshi's Island episode. Agronaut Software, who helped develop the Star Fox uh effects chip and i think we talk about it in our Star Fox episode uh for the super nintendo they wanted to help develop a yoshi game with a similar style to the mario 64 game but nintendo turned it down and they ended their partnership with them oh nah bitch <laughs> yeah I, I briefly remember that yeah in our Star Fox uh episode we we talked about it this game development ended up changing Yoshi because they like were ready for it. They changed the Yoshi character to another character and they released this game on the Sony PlayStation and Sega Saturn. This game was Croc Legend of the G Gobos. Huh. Croc Legend of the Gobos. So, uh, yeah, that was intended to basically have the same engine as Mario 64. Very interesting. There was also a planned sequel for Mario 64. Now, I read somewhere that there was a title, but uh, I thought it was funnier that it was just titled Super Mario 64 2. 
<laughs> they had like I think the other one was called the Around the World or something like that. Something to do with the world. Uh, and this was going to be on the Nintendo 64 DD, which Miyamoto confirmed at a 1997 E3 convention that the game was in early development and had planned release for 1999. But the Nintendo 64 disk drive is a little too ambitious. Yeah. But this would have allowed a lot of things for the 64 console. It would have allowed for a rewritable disk uh, data storage uh, and just more memory in general. But unfortunately, after selling about 15,000 units, Nintendo pulled the plug and it left them holding about 85,000 units unsold. So uh, not... There wasn't too many games that were developed for that Nintendo 64 DD, uh, but that did end up leading to the cancellation of Super Mario 64 2. The lost levels? <laughs> I would love to see like how far in development they got on that. I wonder if there's if that's been leaked at all. That'd be really I, interesting. I think there's bits and pieces floating around somewhere. Interesting. This I found was really interesting. Boo and Bowser. They share the same audio for the laugh. Now, Bowser's is slowed and deepened, while Boo's is sped up and the... the yeah, high pitch. It's higher pitch, yes. So that is the same audio I file. I gotta hear that now. Yes. Now, this is the last fun fact I have, and this one kind of fucking blew my mind, Goobs. You've been hyping this up. I did tell you about this earlier. Nintendo fucking lied to us. And and people may already know this, but I didn't know this. Nintendo fucking lied to us. Super Mario 64 is not 64 bits. It's actually a 32-bit game. Its name 64 refers to the console. The Nintendo 64 could play 64 bits. Mario 64 is a 32-bit game. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now, the reasoning they did this was because of storage space, and it would actually help the performance of the game and like make sure everything played at an accurate speed. So, it's a 32-bit game on a 64-bit console for speed, which makes me wonder, like, some of these other games that are, like, terrible on the Nintendo 64, it makes me wonder if they were trying to push the 64 because that's what the console was, and that's why they they play so horribly. Because this game doesn't play bad by any means. But, yeah. You've been lied to. It's not a fucking 64-bit game. But it says it on the title. (sighs) Anyways, Goops. That's all I got for fun facts. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, it's time to do one thing. Time to motherfucking rage. Oh, come on! Ah! Rage. This is the rage meter. We're going to take one to ten on how pissed off this game made us. How pissed off goobs. So pissed off, you're going to climb to the top of a flagpole. There's multiple flagpoles in the Mario universe. Especially in this game, you're going to bring a whole thing of Vaseline and or KY jelly, whatever you're not allergic to, and you're going to lube that son of a bitch up and just park your little pasty cheeks right on there, and then slide down the flagpole. Good fucking grief, man. Well, your asshole's already blown open from having the bomb bomb shoved of it. <laughs> touche, touche. 
Well, Goobs, uh, I think you're going to go ahead and go first on this uh, rage meter, and you're going to let us know. Time for me to climb the flagpole? Go ahead. Start climbing. what that song's about, flagpole, Cinder? Oh, there is some paranoia, paranoia in this game, because a lot of things are coming out to get you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay, my first gripe with this game is the motherfucking controls. Please. I wish they were a bit more better with the, the the running thing. You get used to it. But there are multiple times in this game you need a little bit of finessing. And it's kind of hard to do a little bit of finessing when the finessing doesn't finesse. And the, the jumping as well, which was a little bit more controllable. You get the hang of it, but there's some points where, again, you need to be very precise with what you're doing and you're not able to do so. So that will end up with you losing lives and or hair because you're ripping it out of your fucking scalp. Because you're so pissed off at it. The the lack of instructions on some of the levels is absolutely infuriating. Like, sure, you want me to do all these different things on this level. Please give me some sort of guidance. Again, there's little things around that you can go read. Little boards and stuff. But, like, just give me a brief thing. Like, go do this. Go do that. Fine. Perfect. Easy. Or a, a little map or something showing me where to go or something highlighted. Maybe I'm so spoiled by newer games showing me how to do things along the way, having my hand being hold and or coddled through a game. So maybe I need to pull up my gamer britches a little bit. Even though I have beat some harder games on here, so has Toby. But yeah, that's a little frustrating. Uh, the bosses and stuff weren't that bad. Not too much rage there. You just normally grab them, whip them around, or do whatever the fuck you gotta do to have your way with them. <laughs> it's mostly those main things. And like some of the jumping, the camera's not seeing the right thing at the right time. I think I mentioned yeah. the camera already multiple times, so fuck that. I fucking hate the camera and the way it controls. It kind of ruins the game for me. I got through it, but the the not, it was to my chagrin. The fucking camera can suck a fucking fat left nut. Uh, I'll leave some meat on the bone for Toby. Those are my major gripes with this game. I can't really complain about the graphics because it's just an age thing at this point. So they were fucking phenomenal when it first came out and they still hold up somewhat to this day. It's one of the better looking N64 games. Bright, colorful, all that shit. I'll probably just take away some points from my rating later. So I'll have to <laughs> say that again. So, yeah, Rage. I'm going to give this an 8.5. Okay. Mostly because of the, the camera and the shady controls at some point. The gameplay is pretty pretty tight. But, yeah, those little things just kind of really ruined it for me. Yeah, especially in this day and age. Now, we're not talking about when this game first came out or anything. We're talking about as of now. Is it still worth playing? So, uh, your rage meter is very valid with the camera, especially since we have better camera angles usually in our games uh but right here my first note is fuck the camera (laughs) but then i wrote but more importantly fuck those bully bitches in the lava stage with their stupid little horns (laughs) so uh yes i did not like the uh bullies in the the lava level 
the controls felt slick at times, and it's not really as slick like you're on ice. It's just how fast Mario is. Like he like slides because you're stopping all the time. Uh, because if you barely push, you walk, but then, like, if you barely push even more than that, you're fucking already, like, full speed running. There's no in-between speed, it feels like. You're either, like, tiptoeing or running. It's, it's fucking annoying. Uh, the camera. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna bitch about the camera. The camera never seems to line up where you need. Some of the secrets are a little too secret. For shit that you need in the game, like the, the the metal cap or the flying cap, I had to look up how to get those. I just I knew that they were needed, and I looked up how they how to find them because they are not fucking obvious by any means. Especially the flying cap, you have to like go to the middle of the castle and like look up at the sh- the light that's shining down. Yes. Who the fuck would have thought of that? That is the stupidest shit for something that you need in this game. Uh, apparently I didn't even play that boo level at all, so I feel like there's something missing with, like, the stages and, like, pointing you in the right direction. I think that's a big flaw on the game design itself, but I also like that freedom in the game, so it's kind of, I'm I'm pissed about it because I didn't even get a chance to try that level, but also I didn't have to. Um... Those fucking things in that one level with the water where you rise it up and down... That fucking scoop you up and throw you, they can lick my ass. Fuck those things. The clock level was exhausting just from the s- how slow and careful you have to be when going up that stage. But that's, again, because of the bad fucking camera. We're going back to the camera. Um, again, I, I said this earlier. I'd love to see this game remade for the Switch just with the actual like analog sticks. Because I think that would change so much. Uh, those C buttons just never get the camera where you actually need them. Now, this is my own doing, but I'm going to complain about it anyway because I'm dumb as hell. I did play on the Nintendo 64 Online on the Switch, which, if you don't know, has a fucking rewind feature, which is beautiful. But my stupid ass didn't realize it until I was like at 65 stars. <laughs> So, I think I was on Discord when I figured it out, and I was pissed, and I was like, I can fucking rewind? So, yeah, I did did utilize the save states at certain points in the game, just because, like, when you die, you do. You start outside of the castle, and you have to run all the way fucking back to where you were. So, like, if I had one life left, I would go ahead and save, just so I didn't have to waste time running back to whatever level I was at. But I didn't think of the goddamn fucking rewind, and that pissed me off that I figured it out five stars before I had to fucking face Bowser, because I would have used that shit and cheated my way through this game. Uh, So that's another bonus if you're going to play on the Nintendo Switch. You can rewind it. Uh, Yeah, you know what? I own this game, and I played it on the Switch for convenience, but I didn't even use the fucking cheats for the, you know... The rewind feature. I did on those last five stars. Won't lie. Anyways, um, I'm giving this a range of eight. I was pretty pissed off at some of the stuff, especially like the lava level. And yeah, there's some hard puzzles in this game and it's long and you're ready for it to be over by about level nine or so. Yeah. Yeah. It goes on for quite some time. Yeah. Now, Goobs, we're going to settle down. 
We're gonna give this game an overall rating from one to 10, one being that we hated this game with all of our might, 10 being that this is the best game we've ever played in our lives. I'm gonna go first. You're gonna get a first time playthrough review of this game because I've never played it before. I did like the different goals that each level I had. Yeah, sometimes they were the same, but they were different enough in each level. I didn't get bored of doing the same shit over and over. It really forced you to like explore and try to figure out new ways to do things or, or just different ways to approach things. So I feel like that was pretty good like game design overall. Now, some of the level designs I don't think were that great. Like, I don't feel like any of the flying things were good. <laughs> I think the flying in this game was terrible. But it was a different feature. I, I appreciate that there was a different feature in the game. I also feel like there's not a lot of different enemies in this game, which is a shame. But there are, like, 42 different characters in this game, as you had mentioned earlier. And I don't know why, I just felt like I kept running into the same fucking characters over and over. Uh... I, I don't know. Maybe it was just the Goombas that I kept seeing, which they should be spread out through the entire game, you know, because they are the, the default Mario enemy. Yes. The first one you see. Yeah, and it should be. But maybe maybe that's what I'm getting confused and just thinking I didn't see that many enemies. Uh, this game was frustrating. I won't lie. It was very frustrating, but I did have a good time with it. Although the controls sucked ass. So much ass. It, the, the Nintendo 64 controls just don't handle very well. Um, and it's it's rough going back to try to play it. But there was some, like, good things about this game. Like, the music was fun. It was, it was upbeat. It was good. The sound effects were great. Felt like a Mario game, even though it was in a 3D environment. The story was a little weak, but, you know, in today's day and age, when you say Mario is coming over to eat cake, you can get on a... <laughs> Yeah, he was. So that's kind of, that's fun. Whatever. I'll forgive the story because Mario games usually aren't like fucking masterpieces with their stories. Um, yeah, Mario's just trying to get some cake and I don't blame him. I'm going to give this game a 7.5 overall. Okay. Well, I remember the the hype for this game coming out and like the first time you get like a 3D Mario besides... He looked 3D in Super Mario RPG, but this is the first, like, Mario Mario game. Right. All done in 3D, and he got that brand new system to play it on, too, so it was an exciting time. Then, uh, I remember having a fucking blast with this game. I still had fun with it today, besides the little few gripes I have with it. It's bright, colorful, great music. It's Mario. You get get to hear all of his like, little sound effects, which are fucking great. I love having that. Like, even though it gets annoying after the 15th jump you do in like three minutes, it just keeps on going nonstop, and uh, it gets a little bit annoying. But it's still great to have because love to hear Mario in a special little voice. <laughs> then uh, multiple levels, different varieties, so it's not getting so land and drawn out you get to go to different locales and experience different things there's underwater there's flying it's all sorts of different shit there's uh 
multiple different jumping parts in this, which can get a little frustrating unless you know exactly what you're doing. But yeah. I still had fun doing it because, again, it's Mario at the end of the day. The big boss fights felt great and big at the time when you were playing them back in the day. They still feel that same way now. I felt back that energy that it had, like, okay, like let's go. I'm going to fuck up this thwomp or bomb bomb or Bowser or this brick guy or whatever the fuck I'm fighting. I'm going to fuck them all up because I'm Mario and I'm here to save the princess and eat some fucking cake. <laughs> eat her cake. <laughs> Part those never mind, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a great game. It's iconic. It's fucking one of the top games you should have if you have a 64. It's it's good. So I'm gonna rate this the same as I did my Rage with the 8.5. It's not my favorite Mario game, but it's up there. It's a lot of fun, but it can be a little frustrating at the time. Some things haven't aged so well, sadly, which right. is keeping it away from that number 10 spot, but. Or me rated anything higher than 8.5, but I think 8.5 and a 7.5 between us both is a very good uh, rating. Yeah, I mean, that averages out to an 8 between the two of us. I mean, I mean, you know, that falls directly between both of our ratings, and I think that's fair. Like, a 7.5 is what I was leaving at, but, I mean, I'm okay with an 8. Like, it's it's a damn good game. Uh, Nintendo really put a lot of love into this game, I feel like. Uh, you have the expansion pass on the Switch, try it out. If not, you can search this out in your local retro store. Yeah, yeah, and it's not too expensive to, like, not buy, you know? It's it's not like a $100 yeah, game. Goosey, like... Yeah. And, and then it's also in that 3D All-Stars collection. So, you know, you get three games on that. So I, I definitely feel like this is a game that you should play. And I can't believe I'm 25 years fucking late to playing this game, to be honest with me. I had a good time. And I had a good time updating our friends in Discord like, oh, I'm, I've got 50 stars. Oh, I've got 58 stars. i got 62. Like, going up the ranks and just telling, you know, I think everyone was also excited to hear my progress, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed myself with this one, and I don't think that's a, a bad average score at all. Finish him. All right, this is the end of the episode. We have finally saved the princess, and we are done with this game. Fuck, she's in another castle, Toby. We gotta go God back and record this whole episode she's, again. She's <laughs> she's always in another castle. Shit. Someone else uh, is eating her fucking cake. <laughs> oh, what a shame! What a shame! Well, that's cake on my face. <laughs> now goobs before we wrap up the shows we like to give shout outs to our patrons oh yeah we do we love you guys so much thank you very much for supporting your thick boys thick boys oh yeah no you won't scream now but you'll scream in no. my fucking ear surprisingly early. <laughs> i already punished you enough tonight <laughs> but this, i like that screaming <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh Thank you very much. You you keep the show going, and uh, we really appreciate it. So now I'm going to give you some silly nicknames. Yes. Uh, just so you know, like everyone that donates to Patreon, it does keep our hosting fees, our website fees. It, it covers all of that stuff. Uh, it and, really uh, does help out. It does. It does. So we, we really do appreciate everyone. the stress of that shit off our backs and uh, lets us focus on the playing the games and keeping the funny coming. Yeah, well, funny's funny's objectable, but you know, yeah. <laughs> funny quotation marks. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
yeah uh now we do have a lot of stuff on patreon we have a bunch of extra episodes a bunch of patreon exclusive stuff so if you want to join for as low as a dollar you can and you get access to all that back catalog of goofy stuff that we try or you know uh we have a bunch of different extra shows on there anyways go to uh, patreon.com slash bad secret media and uh yeah become a patreon member or you can go to badsecretmedia.com uh, Goobs, what is the theme that you're going to give our patrons this episode? Uh, video game sidekicks. Sidekicks, love it. Goobs, we've got a brand new patron we're going to yeah, give we do. a Who is it, Toby? shout out. We've got Crash Override. Hell yeah. Thank you very much for your support. Yes. So uh, what, what are you going to give him the nickname? These Tails. Tails. You got, you, got a, you got a grade A sidekick first round good job <laughs> uh next up we got dj romance baby he is diddy kong what about gilby talks he's luigi wolfman he's cortana obreon companion cube paprika he is uh wheatley from portal 2 the bird the bird is Clank. Level one noob. He's a dog from Duck Hunt. <laughs> our champion from our Retro Olympics, our Winter Retro Olympics, the Review Brothers. Yoshi. What about Keith Gasper from the main quest? He's Octacon from Metal Octacock from <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Chris Copeland from Retro Hangover. He's Peppy Hair. From Star Fox. Then Fat Shags. Fat Shags is Max from Sam and Max. <laughs> what about Evil Ringo? Which that's our, one of our friends, uh, Hero to Millions, who's had a name change. Evil Ringo. He's a uh, Murray the Demonic Talking Skull from The Curse of Monkey Island. <laughs> and then. Masked Llama. He's dog meat. Fallout. Yes. I like that one. That's a good one. Good boy. Good boy. And then last but not least, Riku. He's Catwoman. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Uh, those are our patrons. You go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia, or you can go to badsecretmedia.com, and you can find all the links to all the stuff that we're not actually going to promote today because this goddamn fucking episode lasted so much longer than I do want to get in there before we end up though before we yes. close it down come join our motherfucking discord we've had a bunch of you wonderful people come join us recently man we sure have we've had a lot of people come in and say hi come in join it's a free app discord's a free app join we don't we, we, we don't we don't discriminate we love everyone that comes in and says yeah, hi come join you'll get a big howdy do from everyone a lot of people uh, are in there that you've heard on the show and we have a wonderful, great community in there. Just come say hi. Be part of the yeah. family. Be a levelly, as some of our, our people call themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. We talk about video games. We talk about life. We talk about uh, all kinds of stuff. Memes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's become a great support group. Yeah, sure has. It really has. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're not going to promote everything like normal just because this episode is running a little long. Uh, Goops, do you have anything else you want to say for this one? Oh, uh, 
I'm happy it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, because this was a bitch and a half to, to play. But you know what? I played it not knowing it was going to be for this show. So I think that even takes away some of the like rage meter I had on it. So I, I think maybe this is beneficial for me to play it like willingly instead of forcefully. Yeah. And I, I procrastinated way too long on this, and I knew I had to play it for a long time. Then it was crunch time. I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got all my stress that I would have had normally. Yeah, no, totally. 100%. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, this has uh, yeah, been a pretty like, good... Fuck me in the goat ass, man. <laughs> Game over, folks. I hate Secret Levels podcast.